Colossians 3, 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful. And so we just have to begin with that word let because let is the key to this whole phrase tonight. The word let means to allow. Allow the peace of Christ to rule in your hearts. Permit the peace of Christ to rule in your hearts. Do not prevent or forbid the peace of Christ to rule in your hearts. And so God is just saying, we've got to let it happen. We have to allow it to happen. It's not just going to wait. We're not just going to wake up one morning and have the peace of Christ ruling in our heart because it is. We're going to have to allow it to happen, let it happen, uh, not prevent it, not forbid it. And so God is in that sentence there commanding us to allow his peace. And it comes only through Christ, it comes <clears throat> through him, and it rules in our hearts. But he commands us to do it, but therefore we have to let it, have to allow it to happen. And so he's wanting us to do that. But what does it mean by peace? Of course, I've been looking at the word peace since January. Make sure we got a good handle on it again tonight. Freedom from rage and the chaos of war. We have to allow that to happen in our life because if we don't allow the peace of Christ to rule in our hearts, we don't permit it, we don't let it happen, that's what's going to happen right there. We're going to have rage and chaos. You ever had rage and chaos in your heart? Yeah. You know, just going on. I mean, it's just turning and boiling and turning over and rolling and tumbling and all that sort of thing. And that can happen to us if we're not letting and allowing the peace of Christ to rule in our heart. The word peace means harmony and security, and safety, and contentment. And so God said, I want that to be in our life, but if it's not, if we're not allowing that to happen, that's going to happen. We're not going to have harmony. not going to feel secure. We're not going to feel safe. We're not even going to be content. And maybe in your life sometimes you've been discontent. You know, you're just not content with life, not content with things the way they are, not content with where you are, and all that sort of thing in life. And that's what's going to take over our heart. And if we're discontent in life, that's going to lead us in the wrong direction, doing the wrong things. And so we want peace in our life, but we got to let it happen. Have to allow it to happen. It's not just going to, we're not just going to wake up one morning. There we are. It means to be settled down in our heart. We need to settle down in our heart. Not have our heart just pounding and pumping and going and doing and uh, insecure and feeling discontent and rage and chaos and just bouncing from one place to another, one thing to another, but settling down in our heart, having that settled peace in our heart. But we got to let it happen. It's not going to just happen. We have to let it happen. And so he's saying once again, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. To rule simply means to have direct control. So God is saying, allow it to happen. Permit it to happen. Allow God to let the peace of Christ come into our heart and direct and control us. If God is not directing and controlling us, if God is not, uh, the peace of Christ is not directing and controlling us, I wonder who would. Oh, I know. We would. I would. If I'm not letting Christ rule in my heart, not letting Him direct and control my thoughts, my emotions, my ways and my, my decisions, then I'll sure do it. And so he has to, we have to allow Him. We have to let Him do that. It means to direct activities in our life with correct judgment and decisions. So we've got to allow Christ to take this control in our heart, direct our control, direct our activities, those things we do a day in and day out. You know, those activities we do, going places, doing things, working, going to school, going to town, around the house, whatever it may be. We've got activities we do. And so we want the Holy Spirit living in us. We want that peace of Christ ruling in us. We want the peace of Christ settling down our heart so we have peace so that he can direct the activities in our life with making correct judgments. Sometimes we look at things and situations and we make a decision based on what we see sometimes Oh, I see what's going on over there. Oh, I get what's happening over there. Is it really? Have we made a proper judgment? 
or do we need to evaluate it and look at it and then make our decision based on the peace of Christ ruling and settling down in our hearts? See, every circumstance of our life should be, ought to be, directed by the peace of Christ living in us, and it will have that, we will have that peace if we simply allow Him to give it to us. But we've got to let Him. We've got to allow it to happen. It we just don't wake up one morning. We've got the peace of Christ ruling in our heart. We have to let it happen. We have to allow it to happen. And so are we? Do we? So when we allow that peace of Christ to come into our heart, directing all of our activities of our life, then something's going to happen as a result. We're going to have gratitude toward Christ. We're going to have that attitude of gratitude. And when I say that phrase, attitude of gratitude, what does that mean to you? An attitude of gratitude. What is that? Do you know? Thankfulness. Thankfulness. Constantly thankful. Thankfulness. Any other words? Heard some other things maybe? Yeah, being grateful, thankful. Okay. And so that's an attitude. We don't always just say uh, thank you. We don't always just say that's nice. We don't always say I appreciate that. We don't always have that attitude, do we? Something can happen sometimes. We're not thankful about that. We don't have a gratitude about that. You did somebody does something for us. We don't always have an attitude of gratitude. Sometimes have the very opposite, don't we? We have a different attitude toward it. And so the only way we're going to have always the attitude of gratitude is to allow that peace of Christ to rule in our heart, settle down within us, so we don't have rage and chaos in our heart. We've got peace in our heart, and then the result of that is going to be that attitude of gratitude. And so sometimes when people are, maybe you've done something for somebody before, and you walk away from that thinking, boy, they didn't appreciate that at all. You ever done something like that? You know, did something or gave something or helped somebody, and it's like you walk away, boy, they didn't thank me. They didn't seem to appreciate it. They didn't have an attitude of gratitude. Just let them ask me to do something again to see what happens, you know. And so we walk away from there thinking, you know, what's that all about? Well, yeah, they don't have a peace of Christ in their heart. They don't have that peace of Christ ruling and taking control of their thoughts and their actions, their activities. And so they don't have that attitude of gratitude because they don't have the peace of Christ settled down in their heart to where the result is the attitude of gratitude. So when we allow that peace of Christ to direct all of our activities in life, that's when we're going to have the attitude of gratitude. Well, so we move on to verse 16. Let, there we go again, that word allow, let it happen, permit it, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So notice something different. We've got two different phrases here going on. First and 15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. And now not only the peace of Christ, but also the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with, there it is again, gratitude in your hearts to God. And so when we allow God's word to dwell in us, it becomes part of permanent influence in our life. God's word should become a permanent influence in our life. And when it dwells in us, the word dwell means to settle down. And so when we think of dwelling, we think of people that get married, they dwell together, they settle down together, they're going to live together the rest of their lives. And so we look at that word tonight and we think of the word dwell, settle down, we're just going to live together. Us and God, we're just going to live together. And so we're going to allow His Word, not only Him, 
but just his word to just settle down in heart and dwell within us and be there for us and speak to our hearts and deal with our hearts and give us that attitude of gratitude. And so when we allow that to happen, it's going to have a permanent influence on our life. The word of God will. It's not just going to be, oh, that's a good word I read last week. I think I'll do that, oh, I don't know, three days. I think I'll, uh, whatever I read over here, uh, I'm going to practice that for the next three days and then I'm done with it. No, (laughs) it's there as an influence forever from now on because once we get it, we got it, and we live with it, we keep going, and then we add something else to it, it dwells in our heart, we add something something more, and more and more, and so the more we get, the more it's dwelling there, it's becoming a permanent influence in our life. That way when people come to you and asking for wisdom and understanding about things, you're able to sit down with them and say, well... Let me help you. Let me show you. Let me give you the wisdom I got from God's Word because it's there for us to use if we allow it to settle down and dwell in our hearts. Permanent influence in our life. Well, so when we let that permanent influence in our life, then we're able to instruct and counsel others on God's wisdom. People are able to come to you and say, you know, I'm going through this situation. I got this stuff going on and I just need some help. I need some word. You know, what can you help me with? Can, Can you give me something? Yeah, I sure can. Okay, what's your opinion? Well, I don't, I'm not going to give you my opinion. I'm just going to give you what God says. And you're able to do that because it's influencing your life and it's showing how you are to live and how your activities in life are to be. And so you're able to turn it around and help them to understand, well, here's what God showed me. Here's what God is showing me. And He can show you the same thing He showed me. And you're able to give Him because it's influencing your life and you can, you can be an influence on others. You can instruct people. You can counsel people with God's wisdom. Not opinions, but God's wisdom. What's an opinion anyway? What, what is an opinion? What, okay. Our thoughts and feelings. What? Something else? Something doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> what you just said doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care what you said. <laughs> Okay. All right. Your idea about how things should happen. And everybody's got one, Andy. Here's what I think. Here's what I... Yeah. Okay. So here we go. (laughs) But we're not doing that. When people come to us, we're not sharing our opinions. If God's Word is influencing our life, we're going to show them how it can influence their life too through the wisdom God has given us. So when we allow God's Word to influence our life, it comes out of us. How? Psalms, praise, spiritual songs, along with gratitude in our hearts. Uh, came in early tonight. Uh, the choir was still practicing, and they sang, I, I know, of two songs they were singing. And it's just, when are y'all going to do those? Like next Sunday or something? <laughs> no? No. Going to be a little while? Okay, the week after next. Okay. But but they're just, just good songs. I mean, I don't know what they were even called right now. Hot time in the old town tonight, and and uh, we are thankful. Okay, <laughs> knew it was something like that. But that psalms praise. Well, those aren't. But psalms praise and spiritual songs just comes out of us. Now, I don't sing well, and you know that. And uh, Cheryl knows that. She's already commented on that. She. <laughs> That's right, because she can't. She said it. I'm not. She said because she can't sing either. So, uh, you know, she can say that about me because she says the same thing about herself. 
Serpinion, yes, right. <laughs> and it doesn't matter, that's right. But, <laughs> but psalms, praise, and spiritual psalms just come out of our heart as gratitude that's coming out of our hearts because what God's Word is doing, God's Word is influencing our life, influencing our heart, and what comes out of our mouth is wisdom that comes from God that got settled in our heart, dwelling there. So as a result of that coming out, not only that, but psalms, praise, and spiritual songs come out. Uh, the voice doesn't matter. It's the heart. It's what's coming from the heart. And so what's coming from the heart is God's Word that is dwelling in us, and out comes those psalms and praise and spiritual songs. Do you know what psalms are? The word psalms? What, what is that anyway? You know, don't you? Songs. That whole book of Psalms, ever how many chapters there are, what, hundred and something chapters? Uh, they're all songs. Can't you imagine David just sitting down singing these songs, you know, and 150, 150 chapters, 150 songs right there. Imagine putting them to music and just singing those songs that they did in those days. Uh, you know, that's what's coming out of us. Well, verse 17, move it on. And whatever you do, so as you're letting God's word dwell in your heart, as you're letting God's peace dwell in your heart, settle down, whatever you do as a result of that, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. So we got a lot to do this week, whatever we do. We're all going to be doing something this week, aren't we? Maybe at home, maybe at work, maybe at school, maybe in the yard, whatever it may be. We're all going to be doing something. But as we do something, what are we to do? Do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Give me thanks to God and Father through Him. And so whatever we say and whatever we do is to be said and done in the name of the Lord Jesus. Can you imagine all the words come out of our mouths this week being done in the name of the Lord Jesus? It happens, doesn't it? Every week. Every word that comes out of our mouth is just done in the name of the Lord Jesus, doesn't it? No? Doesn't always happen? Hmm. Okay. Whatever we do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. So that's His opinion, isn't it? If you want to, if it's a good idea to you, go ahead and do that, He says. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's a command, isn't it? So whatever we say, whatever we do, is to be said and done in the name of the Lord Jesus. So maybe we need to understand what it means to do something in the name of the Lord Jesus. It simply means this. To say or do anything in the name of the Lord Jesus is to be in harmony with His will, first of all. Harmony with His will, walking with Him. God, what is your will today? I want You want me to deny myself, take up my cross today and follow you? Okay. So we do His will. So walking in harmony with Jesus, following Him, going where He wants to go. So if I'm doing something along that path following Him, then I'm doing it in harmony with Him. I'm, I'm in agreement with Him. We're singing the same song together and walking that path through the day. But I'm also being submissive to him. And submissive means I'm doing it whose way? His way. Oh, that's right, his way. Not my way. So as I'm walking through my day, whatever I do, whatever I say, I'm doing it his way. I'm in submission to him. He says, do this, do that. Yes, sir, okay, got it. Say this, say that. Okay, yes, I got it. And so we're being submissive. We're following his will but also submissive to his authority because he has authority over us. He has authority over us because he paid for us. He bought us. We were singing about the cross. 
He bought us at the cross, didn't He? He paid for it with His very life. The very blood that He shed, He shed for us. And that's how much we cost. We cost Him His life. And so as a result of that, whatever we say, whatever we do, we're in harmony with His will, doing what He wants to do. We're submissive to His authority, saying, yes, you bought me, you paid for me, so I've submissive to you, but I'm also dependent on your power to be able to do and to say whatever it is you want me to do and say. Because without His power being dependent on His power, I wonder what kind of words might come out of our mouth. Oh, I know, our words. Our thoughts that are coming out of here. You know, not next week, but two weeks from today. We've got Luke Hockendross next week. But two weeks from today, it changed up, by the way. <laughs> two weeks from today. Uh, sorry. What, what was going to be today will be two weeks from today. Well, never mind. We'll talk about that later. But but it's going to be about the heart. Do you know, a lot of times we hear two phrases. Just chase your dreams. We probably have all heard that growing up. What do you want? Just chase your dreams. It's not in here. Well, just follow your heart. It's not in here. When we hear those two phrases, just chase your dreams, follow your heart, know for sure that God doesn't say that. He doesn't want us to chase our dreams. He wants us to follow Him. He doesn't want us to follow our heart. He wants us to follow His heart. And as we look in Mark chapter 7 in two weeks from today, we're going to see why He doesn't want us to follow our heart. Our heart can be deceitful. There's a lot of stuff that can come out of our heart that doesn't need to come out in words and anyway we'll look at that two weeks from day I didn't mean to get into it tonight but if we're not dependent on his power we're going to be dependent on our power and we don't know what's going to come out of our mouth but we also don't know what we're going to do either because we're depending on our power I can fix that I can fix that I can fix them I can fix her I can fix him and so you know we try to fix everything do everything because we're dependent on our power and realize at the end of the day what did I accomplish well not a whole lot because I was relying on me not God so to do things in the name of the Lord Jesus is to be in harmony with His will, submissive to His authority, and dependent on His power. And as a result of all that, we give thanks to God when we allow the peace of Christ to direct our activities. God, your, set, your peace is just settling down in my heart and allowing me to be directed by your activities, what, what you want for me. But not only that, I allow your word to settle down in my heart and I get peace as a result of that. I get your wisdom and your understanding, and I can turn it around and give it to other people because you're giving me peace. You're giving me the word that I need to be comforted and to be encouraged and to be lifted up and to be convicted, and I can turn around and give it to other people as you gave it to me because I'm letting your word settle down and dwell in my heart. Be letting, admitting, allowing God's peace, God's word to just settle down in your heart this week and give you a peace with Him that only He can give you. Let's pray.